Hello and welcome to Snow Wrestling. I'm your host, Mark Sylvester. And I hope to be mining long-time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. And as today's the last day of the month, you know what that means. Magic of the month. And match of the month is where I am doing a quick review slash summary of a particular match, which is something that I think everyone should go out and watch for themselves. And it could be something that I might be reviewed in the past, or I might be reviewing in the future, or I might not have reviewed at all. So it's kind of like a quick thing of why people should go out and watch a particular match. And for today's match, I'm looking at the match for the Intercontinental Championship between Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog at SummerSlam 1992. Boy Smith, you have got to be feeling enormous pressure going into this match for the Intercontinental Championship. You will be stepping into the ring with your brother-in-law. Obviously, this match has torn both sides of the family apart. First of all, your thoughts on the family pressures you are facing now? Well, I'm facing a lot of pressures in the family, Sean. But I didn't make this match. Jack Tunney made this match. But the British Bulldog has fought hard for two long years years to be the number one contender for the Intercontinental belt. Yes, Brett, you are the Intercontinental champion. Yes, Brett, you are my brother-in-law. But when I step in the ring with you, Brett, I never met you. I don't even know you. But at the end of the match, I just hope the families reunite. British Bulldog, that brings me to my second point, one that may even bring even more pressure on you, the fact that you will be stepping out into that stadium in front of 80,000 of your fellow countrymen. Sean, <laughs> that isn't a pressure. That's a dream for the British Bulldog. And my second dream is, at the end of the match, the British Bulldog will be the next World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Champion. Let's go over to Mean Gene. Well, I've got to agree with my broadcast colleague, Sean Mooney. Indeed, there is a great deal of pressure for this Intercontinental title bout. However, the pressure for the champion, you, Brett the Hitman Hart, much different than the pressure on the challenger, the British Bulldog. For him to win this coveted title, he must either make you submit or get the pinfall, one, two, three, in the center of the ring. And then, of course, there's the question of the family pressure. Let me tell you something, Gene. As far as family pressure goes, I've proven that I work real well under pressure. But you know something really bugs me, it really irks me, is the British Bulldog actually has the gall to come out here and say that when he steps in the ring with me, that he's never met me, that he doesn't know me. Well, let me tell you something, British Bulldog. Take a good look at my face and look me in the eye and tell me you don't know me. Do you remember that far back, British Bulldog, when I was the one that introduced you to my sister Diana in the first place? And as far as your career in the World Wrestling Federation, I'm the one that helped you the most. You wouldn't be where you are in the World Wrestling Federation if it wasn't for me. Talk about gratitude. You know, the British Bulldog forgets he's the one that wanted to challenge me. He's the one responsible for all the family tension. He's the one that wanted a shot at the gold. Well, you know something? The British Bulldog, he wanted the big fight. He's got the big fight. And as far as his big dream, you know what I think of his big dream? 
this big dream of his of, of winning the World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental title in front of 80,000 of his compatriots. Well, you know, I think this big dream of his is going to turn into a nightmare. And then tomorrow morning when he wakes up, he's going to think he woke up in the dungeon of Windsor Castle. Now, guys, this is a really, really big match. One, it's because of the main event of the pay-per-view being SummerSlam 1992. Two, it was the first and only WWF WWE pay-per-view proper to be in England. Because even though they've had a takeover um, and they've had takeover UKs and stuff and they've had interactions and uh, rebellions and now they do Raw and SmackDown here. But it's not like a proper big four where I believe, even though the time difference is one of the reasons they don't do it anymore, which is stupid, that I feel like if they do do a WrestleMania or a Rumble, or a Survivor Series or a SummerSlam at Wembley. It will do as well as this pay-per-view did. And that alone is what makes this pay-per-view and this match so important. It, and also as well, it was the main event, like the WWF Championship match between Randy Savage against the Ultimate Warrior was in the middle of the card. And the fact that obviously it being British Bulldog, who's like the big British man, the big English guy, David Boy Smith against Bret Hart, who's also someone else who's known for being really popular in the UK, to be the main event shows just how important that pay-per-view was to have the British guy at the top of the card and also as well it was just a match that had some amazing stuff and it's amazing to read in Bret Hart's book that the British Bulldog before the match was intoxicated and couldn't really remember anything about the match and that's why it was kind of a bit like um not with Bret at all and it was kind of like saying to Bret Bret like I can't remember anything about the match you have to tell me so Bret Hart was like and it was kind of like to David all right then David this is what we're going to do and this is what we're going to do to make the match and this is one of those matches where you can see the reason to why Bret Hart's been given the moniker of the excellence of execution. One of the cool things I like about this match is the entrances for both wrestlers, like a British Bulldog coming out with a British flag, and the cool thing of British Bulldog, he's coming out with Lennox Lewis, which is really cool, because obviously this is the start of Lennox Lewis's stardom to becoming like the biggest boxer in the world. Um, you also have as well Bret Hart coming out to great reaction, even though there are boos of Bret Hart, because obviously being a British crowd, we're all wanting the Bulldog to win. Uh, you can tell that the fans love both wrestlers. And also as well, it's one of those really cool moments in the match as well, going to moments and spots where even though, as I mentioned before, Bulldog couldn't remember anything about the match, you can kind of see when they were kind of like doing reversals and doing certain moves like the rest holes and stuff, you can see Brett telling Bulldog, all right, this is what we we'll do this here, we'll do into that and we'll do it into that. And I kind of really like that because it just shows the um, in-ring like mastery, the in-ring um, like presence, just the in-ring everything at all with Bret Hart because he is amazing at what he does. Uh, there are many moments and spots that I really enjoy about this match. Like to begin with, you had the great shoving between the two of them to kind of show actually, even though you might be my brother-in-law, doesn't matter, I'm still going to like beat you. I kind of like that the amazing great reversals because even though Bulldog can't remember anything with the great um, help from Bret Hart telling him and stuff what to do it's amazing that he was able to do what he did in this match that was fucking awesome at the beginning of the, beginning of the match um, you had this amazing absolutely mwah, beautiful crucifix pin by the Bulldog to Bret Hart um, one of the cool things as well that I like about this match is to add more to the psychology of the match is having shots of Diana Hart because obviously Diana Hart was the wife of 
of um, the Bulldog and the sister of Bret Hart. And it's kind of like the thing of, well, showing her reactions throughout the match. You can kind of see because obviously she's very much in the middle because it being her brother and her husband wrestling each other. I enjoy that a lot because it adds more to the psychology of the match. It adds more to like, whose side is she on? Who's she going to be cheering for? Who's she going to be like? If a certain wrestler is more in control, will she then be like, yeah, come on? Or will she be more like, no, no, stop it. Sort of thing as well. Bret Hart did, did this amazing over the top rope splash that ended up into sort of like a sleeper holdy uh, like net breaker slam because obviously you can kind of see the bulldog kind of moving away so Brett being as good as he is was kind of like no I'm not gonna potentially fuck up and botch and it's amazing that he's able to turn a potential botch into something looks so good and so crisp because that's the cool thing about Bret Hart being the excellence of execution he's prided it on himself when you watch back a lot of his matches that he's so good at everything he does he makes every shot look like it's gonna kill you even though it doesn't at all and he's someone as well who's never injured someone else either like he's gone throughout his entire career without injuring a single wrestler because he's that good also as well he's someone that when he's involved in his matches and everything else that he's able to um, make each match unique and each match work for what it is like he could have like for example King of the Ring 93 is a perfect example he had a match against Mr. Hughes, Mr. Perfect, and Bam Bam Bigelow. And each and every single one of those matches was completely different. Another really cool moment, um, one of my favourite spots in the entire match is uh, the fact that Bret Hart kicked out of the running power slam, where the running power slam, and also as well, back in those days, the finishing moves were seen as something that was like, instant end of the match, one, two, three. And the fact that Bret Hart kicked out of that move was fucking insane. That was impressive. Like, oh my God, Bret Hart just kicked out the running power slam, which no one ever does. And also as well, the fact that when the British Bulldog won the match, you had the crowd go insane. You had, it was like one of the loudest reactions ever. And I think for me, that's another moment why I love this match because it just shows it being in a hometown, uh, like the home country crowd, sorry, because obviously he lives in Leeds or Manchester, wherever his home would have been at the time. And it just shows just the crowd going nuts. It shows the crowd going insane. And that's what I really like because it just shows the hometown feel, the home country feel. I mean, want our boy to win because obviously we're biased towards that particular wrestler like back in the late 90s when it used to have the um, Heart Foundation back in WF. In America, they were seen as heels or in Canada, they were seen as faces. So it's kind of like that sort of aspect to it as well. I just think it's really, really cool. And just overall, just a just a really good match. Uh, looking back, it's amazing just to see um, just how good of a match this match actually is. Uh, to watch back and just to see how amazing Bret Hart is. And just to see how, even though the British Bulldog obviously having an injury and kind of being a bit peeled up, as it were, to kind of relieve the pain and stuff, just to see how good he actually is in this match too. And just to show just how much of a ring general Bret Hart is. And if someone says to me, Mark, can you show me a great Bret Hart match? This is one of those matches I would show. And it just shows just how amazing of a ring general Bret Hart actually is. And so, guys, overall, I'll give the match 4.75 out of 5. Really, I give this match this score because even though it is an amazing match, it's a fucking awesome match. I do kind of feel like the rest holds kind of slow down the match a bit for me. But if you read back on why they had to do some of the um, rest holds and why they had to do some of this, that's why it kind of goes up for me to them being a 4.75 out of 5. 
five. Um, it just shows just how good the Bulldog can be. And they have another really great match several years later on for the for the WF title when the Bulldog's part of Jim Connect's faction. And also as well, as I said before, it just shows how good of a ring general of a in-ring general Bret Hart is. Just shows how good he is. It also as well just shows just how much of a um just a great wrestler he is in general too. Like he's someone who's being booed by the fans, like because obviously he is in the Bulldog, because obviously it being in England and stuff. And even though he could have gone heelish, he wasn't. He was um doing the face just stuff that he would normally do as a face, but he was kind of being like, What are you doing? Like, why are you booing me? And he is also someone who is so good at his craft that he knows how to milk certain situations. He knows how to use, he knows when to use certain moves. He knows when to do these certain things to get the best out of the crowd. And also as well, the crowd itself was fucking great too. Like well, the fact when I mentioned before, because I never really mentioned when wrestlers win matches in, in it because I'm kind of like, I want you guys to enjoy the match for yourself and not kind of know what happens because I want to kind of like a, um, only if I have to in certain situations, if it adds more to the match or if it adds more to the sort of like the storyline, like obviously before with Bret Hart, Steve Austin and stuff. It's kind of actually, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? A lot of the matches I'm talking about and stuff are mentioning certain things that's all to do with Bret Hart. Also as well, it's one of those things that with Bret Hart being so good and the crowd being so good that when um, the Bulldog did finally win, um, you had the crowd go absolutely insane. The crowd absolutely going like fucking out yes our boy won our boy won and stuff and it's just cool just to see the crowd react in that manner and in that way to this big result happening so yeah so yeah guys it was a really good match um it's one of those matches that if you want to see um how good of an in-ring general bret hart is how good the british bulldog is go out and watch this match uh if you want to see a great crowd go out and watch this match and this match for me is worth every accolade it's received it's one of the best SummerSlam matches ever it's probably one of the best matches in the uk ever and and experience it for yourself to experience why this match has been lauded and appreciated by so many different wrestling fans for so many years as being one of the best matches ever and so then guys that was another edition of match of the month let me know guys in the comments below what you think about this match and other bret hart or british bulldog matches because i'd love to see what you guys think about these two wrestlers and see what matches you might maybe want to potentially either show like tony or richie or anyone else that comes onto the podcast or um, a match for me to watch for match of the month or for me to watch in general and also as well guys please don't forget to like follow and subscribe to me all the different social medias such as the usual stuff like Facebook Instagram Podbean iTunes SoundCloud and Twitter to name a few because you can't forget the Twitters I've been your amazing host as always your boy the excellence of execution the British Bulldog Mark Sylvester and this has been No Wrestling, guys. Take care and always remember, rule Britannia, Britannia all the way. Da 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 da